This is Scott Richmond, the director for New York, New Jersey for ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, coming to you from the front lines. ADL is on the front line every day fighting anti-Semitism and hate, and this show brings that to you from the WVOX studios in New York. There is no doubt that the front line against hate on Saturday, May 14th, was in Buffalo, New York. At the Topps Friendly Market on Jefferson Avenue, when a white supremacist went on a killing spree. It was a heinous attack against the black community. A few hours later, on Saturday evening, I flew immediately to Buffalo, first and foremost to show my solidarity and ADLs with the black community, but also to be a resource to law enforcement and to others. I stayed for three days, attending vigils and meeting community members. One of the first people that I met on the site of the attack on Sunday morning was Buffalo Mayor Byron Brown. He was giving interviews to the networks who had arrayed themselves in tents across from the site. In between interviews, I introduced myself and said how sorry I was. I was honored that Mayor Brown is my guest today for a very special From the Frontlines. He is in his fifth term as mayor of Buffalo, making him the longest serving chief executive in the history of the city of Buffalo. And he's served since 2006. He's also the first black mayor. It's an honor to welcome you, Mayor Brown, too, from the front lines. Uh, let me start with today's news uh, that federal hate crimes charges will be brought against the shooter. Uh, how do you react to that? I'm glad that the United States Attorney General Merrick Garland did bring hate crime charges against the shooter. Clearly, it was a hate crime uh, by the shooter's own stated manifesto. Ten uh, innocent members of the Black community were killed. Uh, the shooter stated the intention of killing as many Black people as possible and had hoped to kill even more people in the community. So I am glad that the U.S. Attorney General personally came to Buffalo to uh, present those charges, did not forget about the city of Buffalo, and also uh, uh, very glad uh, that this is taken, being taken uh, seriously at the highest levels of government. Uh, President Biden was here previously. Vice President Harris was here presently, uh, previously. Uh, the president called this an act of domestic terrorism. Uh, while I was on the ground, I heard many people refer to Buffalo as the city of good neighbors. In fact, I heard you say it at a memorial at Macedonia Methodist Church. Why is Buffalo called that? Uh, it's a historic name for the city of Buffalo because of the warm and friendly people that we have in the community. Buffalo is known nationally and internationally that way. And even out of the shock, the pain, the anger, the grief uh, that people are still feeling in our community, people have rallied around each other. They've rallied around the families of the victims. Uh, people are providing food and support to members of the community. Uh, that have been traumatized by this horrendous crime. Uh, the crime has caused uh, the supermarket in that particular community to close. And there's been 
an outpouring of support from people throughout the city and throughout the region, really showing the nation and the world why Buffalo does have that name, the city of good neighbors, and why this is considered such a warm and welcoming community. I met a lot of people when I was there. And one of the people that I met was Daphne Williams. Uh, she's, as you, I know you know, the, the superintendent of uh, schools of uh, Buffalo. Uh, and I heard her story, how uh, she immediately went to the site and she stayed with the, uh, the families of the victims. She went to the community center where people were getting word about what had happened to their loved ones. And, and she wanted to be with them. She knows so many community members. It actually prompted ADL to uh, give an award to her last week at our No Place for Hate celebration. It's called the Making a Difference Award. Uh, and you know, for us, this, this really symbolized uh, this idea of, of being a good neighbor. Yeah, Dr. Tanja Williams, the interim school superintendent of the Buffalo Public Schools, grew up in the city of Buffalo, attended school in the city of Buffalo, uh, teacher, guidance counselor in our community. Uh, she saw the need in the community. Not only did the school district open one of the schools for counseling to be conducted uh, and was very much needed by people who uh, felt the trauma of that incident, but Dr. Williams herself, as a trained counselor, stayed and provided counseling to many members of the community uh, that first tragic day. Yeah, I mean, certainly the epitome of a, of a good neighbor. You know, I, I mentioned that I met with law enforcement to brief them on the intelligence that ADL had quickly gathered uh, Saturday, uh, Saturday evening, Saturday afternoon, and into Sunday. Uh, and I know that Buffalo law enforcement were really heroes uh, in this tragedy. They arrived and they acted very quickly. Can you tell us a little bit about the role of law enforcement? Law enforcement responded very quickly uh, Within a minute of the 911 call coming out of a shooter at the top supermarket on Jefferson, uh, law enforcement was able to uh, engage the shooter outside the supermarket to uh, get the person to surrender himself to law enforcement, was immediately uh, taken into custody and uh, removed from the area. If not for that very swift response from law enforcement, it clearly was the intent of the shooter to try to kill more people in the immediate neighborhood. His stated desire, uh, sadly and horrifically, was to kill as many Black people as he could and the swift response of the Buffalo Police Department prevented that from happening. I also want to add that there was a very swift response from the Buffalo Fire Department as well. So that emergency first responder quick response uh, was essential in this situation to saving lives and the security guard that was working in TOPS uh, was a retired 30-year uh, member of the Buffalo Police Department uh, that also engaged the shooter, uh, exchanged fire uh, with the shooter, slowed him down inside the supermarket, 
and his actions uh, were courageous, sadly. Uh, Aaron Salter Jr. lost his life, but if not for his courageous actions, engaging the shooter, exchanging gunfire with the shooter, more people probably would have been killed inside the store and people that were able to escape from the store uh, would not have been able to do so. Yeah, really, really heroic action on, uh, on the part of so many. Can you orient us a little bit to the neighborhood where Tops Friendly Market on Jefferson Avenue is located? What, what's it like? Well, it's the neighborhood that I live in. It is the uh, 14208 zip code. It is a largely African-American community. Uh, I would say about 75% African-American. Uh, it is a diverse community. Um, people of uh, many different backgrounds living in that community, uh, business people of different backgrounds in that community. It's a stable community. It's a pretty safe community. Uh, it has one of the oldest neighborhood associations in the immediate area in, in the city of Buffalo. And May 14th, uh, in Buffalo was a beautiful day. It was a warm, sunny day, children riding their bicycles, people mowing their lawns, uh, little league softball games uh, taking place, people going about their daily lives, doing their shopping, you know, all of that horrifically interrupted by an outsider that traveled more than three hours to our community to engage in this mass shooting, but it is a warm neighborhood. It is a welcoming neighborhood. Uh, it is a diverse neighborhood, even though uh, there is a, an extremely large African-American population, uh, there still is significant uh, diversity in the neighborhood and that diversity is growing. Uh, you mentioned earlier about this the, the fact that so many people came in to offer food with the with the market closed. Uh, and actually, I know that it's it's closed for a while. Uh, they've announced that they're going to be remodeling the store, which of course is is very nice. Um, you know that it's it's going to look uh, nice and new uh, and different. But you know this community is is without food. Uh, how? How is the community managing without this, this really staple of, uh, of a provider of food? And is this a way that people can help? Top Supermarket itself has continued to um, pay its employees who have not been able to work at the store uh, in the aftermath of this terrible crime. Uh, so the employees are still um, receiving income, uh, roughly about 86 people work at that store. Tops is also providing a shuttle service uh, for customers to be able to shop at other top supermarkets in the immediate area, in the community. Uh, that has been very helpful, that shuttle service. Also, many people rely on the pharmacy in the Jefferson Avenue Tops. Uh, they are assisting people in getting their prescriptions filled. Uh, so that service is still being provided. Uh, there are um, so many different agencies, Feedmore, Western New York, the Buffalo Urban League, and others uh, uh, that have been assisting with food 
uh, distribution in that area of the city. Uh, different types of uh, foods are being uh, brought in, uh, fresh uh, fruits, vegetables, uh, meats, uh, non-perishable -perish items. Uh, World Kitchen uh, has been uh, cooking fresh meals uh, at the corner of Jefferson and Utica uh, by the Merriweather Library on Jefferson Avenue. Yeah, um, I, I saw the tent when I was there. Yeah, very visible. Yeah, people have been taking advantage of, of uh, that opportunity uh, for fresh uh, meals being prepared, uh, prepared uh, by noted chefs, uh, one who uh, has a national reputation and uh, several local chefs who have come to uh, cook and provide food uh, there. Um, uh, there was a day when uh, the members of the Buffalo Bills football team, the Buffalo Sabres uh, hockey team, uh, the Buffalo Bandits uh, lacrosse team all came out in mass, five busloads of professional athletes uh, to serve food, to cook food, uh, to spend time with the community. So the outpouring of support has been incredible. Um, provisions to make sure that people's food needs are being um, met uh, have been extensive and can't say enough good things about all of the volunteers, all of the support. Of course, we are looking forward to the store uh, reopening. Uh, thousands of people uh, shop at that supermarket. Uh, it is a very densely populated area of the city of Buffalo. And I'm very appreciative of the uh, top supermarket company uh, for their understanding of the importance of the store. They're going to do a full remodel on the interior of the store, a full remodel on the exterior. It will look like a brand new supermarket. And in reality, in terms of the inside, uh, they're changing everything out. Uh, they're rearranging things. They're providing new offerings, um, maintaining old offerings that the public uh, uh, has come to expect and enjoy. And I think it will be like a new shopping experience to many people in the community uh, when the store does reopen uh, sometime in July as is anticipated. And you've listed many, many ways that, that people can help, organizations they can, they can work with, and certainly the Urban League. I met with the head of the Urban League when I was there as well. Um, you know, there's a there's certainly a partnership that uh, that ADL can offer a continued partnership, and we have a, a question in the uh, in the Q and A section about our No Place for Hate program. Uh, we look forward to working with uh, with Dr. Williams and others uh, to bring that kind of uh, important programming that ADL offers, education program, um, to uh, to the Buffalo schools. We've we've done a lot of work at Upstate New York, but we haven't worked in the Buffalo schools. So, uh, you know, we hope to continue this partnership. Well, ADL has been amazing um, at the state level, at the national level. Uh, ADL came in very quickly uh, to offer, as you indicated, information and support uh, assistance to provide comfort, uh, 
uh, to show solidarity uh, with the community. Uh, we are certainly looking forward to building on and expanding the partnership with ADL here in the city of Buffalo, our Buffalo Public Schools, our city government, uh, the Buffalo Police Department, uh, the Buffalo Urban League, and many other organizations in the community. ADL is a very important uh, organization in our state and in our nation, uh, and certainly uh, showed uh, your commitment uh, to um, uh, people of all backgrounds uh, in our nation. And uh, we are looking forward uh, to building the relationship uh, and uh, partnering in, in many ways with ADL. That sounds like a perfect note to, uh, to conclude this from the front lines. Thank you, uh, Mayor Brown. Thank you for your leadership, of course, in the face of such unspeakable tragedy. Uh, thank you for the work you do every day. Uh, and of course, thank you for being my guest on From the Front Lines. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's very good to be with you. I wish the circumstances uh, were different, but certainly appreciate your support. And of course, a big thank you to the listeners who tuned in to From the Front Lines, either live on WVOX 1460 AM or as a podcast. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or on Spotify to ensure that you do not miss a show. Just search for From the Front Lines. And please engage in these important conversations throughout the week by following me on Facebook and Twitter. My handle is at Scott A. Richmond, and our hashtag is fighting hate for good.